0: 1,000 sketches in 1,000 days Day 517 Sketch 8 The Diplomat
1: sketch written by Mr. Turbitt and in honour of that I'm going to cast Mr. Turbitt as Mr. Stage Directions <laughs> That's what they call me And Dan uh, You call hey, me Mr.
2: Stage Directions Do-do-do <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: <laughs> Is that oh, Inspector, Inspector Gadget? Gadget. <laughs> no, we're like Shaggy Oh, Shaggy Got you Shaggy That was fantastic oh ha
1: in honor of the fact he is a fantastic boombastic lover i'm going to cast dan as the ambassador in awesome. honor of the fact that she's the girl one i'm going to cast laura as lady constanza i will be the minister and simon's going to have to rein in, <laughs> in his jamaican dance role stylings to play to play <laughs> butler
0: interior night ballroom a packed diplomatic party somewhere in the heart of eastern europe The guests are waltzing, including the British ambassador, who is partnered by a
3: woman in resplendent finery. You certainly do know how to host a ball, Lady Constanza.
0: Why, thank you, Mr. Ampersand. I am so happy you were able to attend.
3: I wouldn't have missed it for the world.
0: An elderly man with mutton chops calls a halt to their waltzing.
3: Our minister,
1: may I be of some assistance? Uh, good... Evening, ampersand. Might I take uh, the Lady Constanza for this uh, next dance?
3: Oh, certainly, sir, certainly. So long as you can take a moment to discuss what the weakening ruble means to your country's steel industry.
1: Shall we say, tomorrow at noon? (laughs) I'm sure I will be able to uh, accommodate you then. Do I not get a say in this?
3: Of course, my lady, of course. Although the time spent apart from you will be hard for me to bear, the expectation of my waltzing with you once more before the night is out shall keep my heart warm.
0: She blushes coyly before waltzing away with the minister. The ambassador smiles to himself as he walks from the dance floor. Cut to. Servants' quarters. Interior. Night. Close-up of a portable digital alarm clock's face. Muffled sounds of the ball filter through. An alarm begins to sound and a small flashing red light on the clock begins to flash. A man in a butler's suit picks up the clock and examines it. He frowns and walks from the room. Cut to the ballroom. The butler enters the ballroom and walks up to the ambassador, who is propped up by a prella, watching the dancers.
2: Sir.
3: Ah, Philip. What have you for me?
2: Sir, it's time.
3: What? Already? He shows the
2: ambassador the clock. I'm afraid so, sir.
0: The ambassador makes a gestural curse as the butler motions him towards the door. As they both leave, the ambassador and Lady Constanza lock eyes for a second before he turns and hurries from the room. She looks on forlornly. Cut to outside the palace, the ambassador jumps into a stretched diplomatic limo, which speeds away, leaving the butler standing alone. A montage of the limo driving through the countryside at speed follows until it arrives at an airbase. The car pulls up alongside a jet fighter of some description. The ambassador springs from the back seat of the limo into the back seat of the jet, still in his clothes from the ball. The jet takes off. A montage of the jet flying over Europe at night follows until we see the passenger ejecting and their parachute opening as they tumble towards Terra Firma. Cuts to a field at night. (laughs) The ambassador touches down with his parachute. He is met by another butler, who helps him to his feet and assists
2: him in removing the parachute. Welcome back, sir.
3: Thank you, Philip. How are we for time?
2: Everything is running to schedule, sir. If you'll follow me. The
0: butler leads him over to a surgical screen that has been erected in the field.
2: If you would just change it at these, sir, we should be ready to begin. The ambassador goes
0: behind the screen and emerges seconds later dressed as a milkman. (laughs) The butler adjusts the ambassador's tie.
2: You know what to do?
0: Of course.
2: Then here is your mode of conveyance.
0: The butler gestures to a milk float on the other side of a hedge.
3: Thank you, Philip. Thank you for everything.
0: He embraces the butler, then runs off to the milk float. Good luck, sir. He wipes a tear from his eye. And godspeed. Cut to... The streets of a town at night. A montage of the ambassador frantically doing a milk round follows, running down driveways, nearly dropping pints, discarding notes left in empties as if they're nothing, breaking sharply as a cat crosses his path, politely declining a scantily clad housewife's invitation inside. As the sky lightens with the impending dawn, it becomes even more frantic until we see the last pint delivered. The ambassador wipes the sweat from his brow, remounts the milk float and drives away looking satisfied. Cut back to the field. The milk float parks up where the ambassador found it and he runs back into the field where the butler is still standing. In the distance, we can hear a helicopter getting louder.
2: Is it done, sir?
3: (laughs) Yes, Philip. All done.
2: Her majesty sends her congratulations. It looks as if your white home has arrived also. We hear the helicopter overhead. A rope ladder falls into shot.
3: It was a pleasure working with you, Philip. They shake
0: hands and the ambassador begins climbing the ladder. Same
2: time tomorrow, sir.
3: The
0: ambassador looks down, winces, then nods resentfully before resuming his climb. Cut to... Daytime over Europe. Montage of military helicopter flying across Europe until it arrives back at the same Air Force base the jet left from. The limo sits where it was, still idling. The ambassador wearily climbs from the helicopter into the limo's back seat. He is wearing the suit from the ball again. The limo speeds away once more. Cut to the countryside. Montage of the limo driving back the way it came, but this time in daylight, until we get to the ambassador's suite. A plush lounge. The butler is mixing a cocktail when the door opens and the exhausted ambassador enters.
3: Good morning, Philip.
2: Good morning, sir. How was your night?
3: Frightful, Philip, frightful. Sometimes I wonder whether it was such a great idea for the diplomatic corps to take over national dairies.
2: Perhaps we shall never know, sir. The butler hands the ambassador a cocktail. At least we do know that it could have been an awful lot worse.
3: How do you mean?
2: Your twelve o'clock appointment is in the study, sir. The butler
0: motions towards another door which is ajar. The ambassador looks baffled, goes to the door and peeps around it. There he sees the minister fast asleep on a big comfy chair, dressed as a paper boy. The ambassador seems to understand.
1: <laughs> what a great stage direction that last one is. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I asked a friend of mine today who has reason to go to the Irish embassy receptions quite often in uh, Brussels oh. about whether or not they serve Ferrero Rocher. And oh. he said, no, just jemison and cheese.
3: Would be odd for a Ferrero Rocher advert to have Wait, yeah. cheese <laughs> that in fairness. <laughs> that it's true. a strange think, advert, wouldn't
1: it? Is this our oldest sketch? It certainly predates the existence of the Albion Basement. Yeah. Whether it makes it yes. the oldest, I couldn't quite say, because there's probably maybe three that are that old.
0: I would guess that I'd written at least three prior to that yeah. one. But yes, it's, it's certainly one of my first.
1: It's ornate. I mean, the writing is uh, yeah, it's quite good. You, you, you luxuriate over, over the stage, <laughs> stage direction. Yes, yeah.
2: it's very, very
0: true. Yes. They
2: are. We, we, we don't write that way anymore, do we? No, it would just be phone rings.
1: Yeah, By that means. kind of reason,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Ambassador, you gotta be a milkman. Oh uh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: It'd be quite a thing to have to film, though. You know, hire
1: a right. military jet. Yeah, it's going
2: to be stock footage. Yeah. That was the
0: But it still would be expensive.
1: I mean, the, the big train yeah. budgets don't get handed out anymore nowadays, do they? <laughs> Certainly not. Mm. Clearly, Jeez. who should be making this sketch? I had to do some improvisation because the stage direction says, I have a thick accent and only a stumbling grasp of English. And then the, yeah. the sentences are really <laughs> elegantly written. So yes. I, yeah. I did a little bit of on-the-fly editing.
0: 1000 Sketches in 1000 Days was written by The Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell, Alistair Turvitt, Richard Catherell, and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.